Micro Monday again, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Microdot blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, the community manager here at Microdot blog. And today I'm really excited to talk to my guest, who is Josh DeLioncourt. Um, he's at Lioncourt on Microdot blog. Hey, Josh, how Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's going good. Thanks for having me on. It's so fun to listen to people's voices after having read all their posts. It's always really interesting to see what what people sound like. And sometimes they'll sound exactly like you expect. And then sometimes it's like, wow, I never would have thought you sounded like that. So. <laughs> well, uh, before we dive into talking about blogging and community and people and all the rest of it, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Uh, well, I'm Josh Delancourt. Like you said, I am a writer of various things. Uh, I've got a couple of novels out. Uh, I wrote a book, uh, well, was one of several writers on a book for uh, Dark Horse Comics on Masters of the Universe, which is an old 80s uh, and more modern as well. I guess that's been around for a long time. Uh, fantasy, comic and cartoon and action figure series. I uh, write music and software and do podcasts, and I've written a couple of tech articles for Macworld. So basically, if it's writing in some form or another, uh, <laughs> I've done that. And I am visually impaired as well. So there's that. And how does that affect your um, ability to use all these technologies that we're using? Um. For the most part, it doesn't. So, uh, you know, basically, uh, I use I use a lot of Apple products. Apple does a tremendous job of making things uh, accessible for uh, all kinds of disabilities, and particularly uh, vision disabilities. So, I use a Mac. It's got a screen reader called Voiceover on it, and an mm -hmm. iPhone, and an iPad, all that stuff. And uh, as long as uh, you know apps more or less adhere to you know, Apple's uh, guidelines and use the frameworks that Apple has set up for accessibility, things work uh, pretty well. And you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of mainstream apps that people have probably heard of that, that I use just as well as anyone mm -hmm. else. You know, I, I've got uh, Scrivener for a lot of my writing oh, yeah. that writers use and, uh, you know, Twitterific for, for when I'm on Twitter and mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Okay. Well, that's, that's good to know. Um, I think, um, you know, I agree, like, you know, from everything I hear that Apple has really done uh, a great job of paying attention to these issues and not just uh, saying, oh, we'll get when we get around to it, we'll deal with that. Well, that's cool. So um, now tell me about how you um, came to to want to microblog and, you know, or how you heard about Microdot.blog and what made you want to participate? Well, I've been blogging for a very long time in a lot of different forms. Um, the current incarnation of my blog started, I think, around 2014. Mm -hmm. I think maybe the earliest blog I have was maybe around 2005, I want to say, somewhere in there. Uh -huh. um, but... Uh, I I enjoyed blogging, uh, but never never really did it very consistently. And then when kind of Twitter came around, uh, it was a lot easier to just kind mm -hmm. of shoot off 140 and then 280 tw in a, a character 
tweets thoughts on whatever it was I wanted to say, and so I I did that a lot more. But you know, Twitter has um has is not not necessarily the healthiest place these days <laughs> no. uh, for one's mental state. So no. uh, so I was I I, I certainly after um, some of the things that have gone on in the U.S. over the last couple of years was spending too much time on Twitter and. Uh, I don't know, about a year or so ago, uh, Marco Arment mentioned micro.blog on ATP, mm-hmm. and um, uh, I was really curious about it, but it was, uh, I think, just after, uh, or maybe it might have been even a couple of months after the Kickstarter was over, so then mm-hmm. it was just like, well, I just got to wait until mm-hmm. this is open for registration, so I waited and waited, and I forget where, I think it was somewhere on Twitter, someone uh, mentioned it again uh, around sometime in the, like around December. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, oh yeah, I got to check that out. And then I was busy in life and work and everything <laughs> else. So finally got around to signing up uh, in, I think it was March, might've been February, mm-hmm. I forget. And uh, I, I, basically pretty much just use micro.blog now it uh cross posts to twitter mm-hmm. and if someone replies to me on twitter i'll reply mm-hmm. over there um but basically everything starts on twitter or starts on micro.blog and i kind of like having control over that and uh, i've incorporated it in with kind of my main uh, author website that i've got oh and, yeah uh, it's worked out really well yeah oh well that's that's great to hear i think um you know, I, I've I don't remember exactly how you came to you know catch my attention on Microdot Blog. It's, it's you know one of those things about especially before um, you could f- filter your feed to just see replies to people you were already following. Um, you could see a lot of conversations or basically end up in the middle of conversations that you didn't realize were going on. And I'm sure that's how it, it happened because, uh, um, you know, I just enjoyed following you and, and, you know, consider you one of those accounts that like I, somebody I wouldn't have, um, found on Twitter because, you know, there's just so much and, um, that, I really like about being on micro.blog is that uh, is finding new people doing new and interesting things Um, like you, for example. So uh, you've, you've had a blog for a while. Has it been like a personal blog that um, highlights, you know, what you're doing lately? You also mentioned having like an author um, page or do you have like a homepage as an author? Yeah, so like my uh, official like author website, uh, which is at lioncourt.com, is uh, basically just sort of showcasing my whatever I'm doing writing wise, mm-hmm. my current books and that sort of thing. And then uh, I've got uh, my micro dot blog is connected at uh, either blog.lioncourt.com or just lioncourt.blog. I've got both pointed at it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, then I, if I post something on uh, micro.blog that uh, uh, has a title that has the word news at the front of it, mm-hmm. that ends up on the official page as well. So oh. I can kind of feel free to post whatever I want on the blog. And then if there's a, some sort of news item, like uh, the day that we're recording this, my new book just came out. I, was so <laughs> I uh, posted that as a news item and then that shows up on the front page uh-huh. as well from 
from micro.blog. So, um, so it works out pretty well over the years. Um, I've kind of, I've done a lot of different things. So, um, I had a, like some tech blogs in the past that I did for a while, mm-hmm. and, um, off and on done some personal blogging. So I've, I've kind of been all over the place, but very, very much kind of settled into, sort of a personal blog slash writing related things over the last four or five years. Yeah. So I didn't realize your new book was coming out today until I started, you know, making sure I had like all the right information for you for this podcast. I'm like, <laughs> I I was like, oh, shoot, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm bothering him on, on release day, but congratulations. Uh, totally <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's been exciting. It's, it's always a, a weird time when you have a new uh new release so this is the uh kind of the, like my third solo publication i guess mm-hmm. and i had the the book that i contributed uh on so i've, I've been through this a few times now but it's, it's always a kind of a weird surreal experience so. <laughs> well yeah i mean, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about um the book that's coming out today and and i know it's part of a trilogy because spoiler alert i already downloaded it so um <laughs> oh, thank you <laughs> um so yeah it there's a um it's a series called uh, the dragon's brood cycle uh, it'll probably actually end up being four or five books in the end okay um of the full length books and then there's some some uh short stories that are are uh, coming out uh, as well. So the first book in the series is Haven Lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the one that came out today is the second book in the series called Haven Divided. And then there's a, a short story, uh, sort of a prequel. It, it's a little short story that takes place right before the first book called Harmony's Song. Mm-hmm. And it's a fantasy, uh, like epic fantasy series. Um, uh, it's, you know, definitely... Uh, you know, more on the, uh, on the, like, I don't know, adult side, I guess. Like I, yeah. I read a lot of like Stephen King and Anne Rice. And oh, okay. So it's a little bit, a uh, little bit on the dark side, I guess, but not, uh, not super dark, but, um, <laughs> but I, uh, I'm, I'm proud of it. It's, it's been well received, which is yeah. really nice. So I've been really, really happy that people have enjoyed it. Oh, that's great. I, I'm, so I read the first chapter of the first book. I didn't read the prequel. So I, and I, I'm like, I know there's going to be dragons in this. I'm pretty sure. I mean, don't tell me if there's not, but I was, <laughs> you know, it's a fan, you know, I know that, you know, it is an epic fantasy novel. And right now it's about hockey. And I'm like, oh, it's about hockey. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the, the main character uh, starts out, she's, uh, kind of the hero of her um, hockey, her girls hockey team at her high school. And um, so it kind of gives you like a, a little bit of a mundane place to start mm-hmm. uh, that hopefully a lot of people can relate to. But, yeah. Uh, it very much goes into, uh, into epic fantasy mode. And okay. chapters, <laughs> okay. so. well, no, I'm looking forward to it, but I was actually quite, you know, I was quite taken by the idea that it starts out in, as you put it, a mundane setting. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to, to continue reading about it. Um, I mean, mundane, not for me, because I grew up in Florida, so we didn't do ice hockey, but, 
And yeah, there's a lot of hockey down there now. There uh, is. The last like 10 years, 10, 15 years. Oh, I know. The, uh, Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning and the... I know. And those such. Yeah, we were really mocked down there when the Panthers first went to the Stanley Cup um, because, you know, we were being told we didn't know how to be hockey fans. And uh, <laughs> Well, I'm from California initially and I'm a L.A. <laughs> Kings fan, and it's not much different there. Yeah. The Kings have a huge fan base. It's tremendously popular, but... It's uh, it's you know, you're always a little bit of of the oddball if you're a hockey fan in Los Angeles. So. <laughs> well, I can't uh, even imagine what it's like for the people in Las Vegas now that they've got a hockey team. Oh, I didn't realize they got a hockey team. As you can yeah, see, they, they just had uh, the they they just finished their first uh, season and they went all the way to the Stanley Cup. Oh final my God! In their first season, so oh, it's kind of like the Panthers. You get that. <laughs> You get yeah, this. Yeah. I mean, all the players are not all of them, but it's not like you're getting players from Miami and Las Vegas um, necessarily on the teams. But uh, yeah, maybe um, that's funny. This is the first time I've talked about sports on this podcast, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember that ever coming up. <laughs> I'm not sports illiterate. I just, uh, you know, having grown up in Miami where, you know, football and basketball and hockey, and I went to the University of North Carolina during the era of Michael Jordan. So, you know, oh, wow. I, I, I can talk sports, at least sports history <laughs> with it. yeah you could probably talk sports a lot better than i can because if it's not hockey i know nothing okay like, i don't really follow any other sports so. <laughs> i know but i obsessively follow hockey so. okay well that see that is a thing i did not know about you before we started this podcast Ex you, you know although i should, probably should have figured um based on reading and starting to read your work uh, well, before we wrap this up, is there anything, you know, any way you can bring this back to the topic of microblogging? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun and, uh, I really, I love what, uh, what everyone's doing over there at, uh, at micro.blog, you and, and Matt in, in particular have just, uh, done some great work and I love, uh, I love the idea of, you know, controlling what you create, uh, which is something you definitely don't get on platforms like Twitter or Facebook. Uh, yeah. And so I, I really appreciate that. And I, I love the fact that with it being so open and the fact that I've got uh, a background in software development as well, that I can tinker and, and, you know, do, do different things. And I, I've got a, uh, uh, script that I wrote running on uh, my web server that basically just checks my <laughs> microtop blog feed every hour, makes an archive of it, and builds a huge uh, uh, JSON feed and saves uh, an archive in Markdown and HTML files of all my posts and everything so that I've got a backup on my own server as well. Wow. Just the fact that I can do that with Microtop Blog is is pretty awesome. But you don't have to do that either. <laughs> you, think you have kind of the best of of uh, both worlds. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that definitely is something we shoot for as being uh, um, being user friendly to a broad spectrum of users. <laughs> And you're succeeding tremendously, I think. So. Well, thank you so much. Um, 
Well, I think we'll wrap this one up for today. Thanks to everybody for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.